Hello and welcome to Here's Johnny's Reviews, the Biffy Review podcast that will slice and dice or praise and hype a movie. Each and every month there's a thing, and as it's March, I'm doing not-so-marvellous March, which is my look at Marvel misfire movies, including Daredevil, X-Men Origins Wolverine, and tonight's movie, Ghost Rider. Shit's getting real. This is my very first Nicolas Cage movie. Will this be fun? Hmm. The idea for this movie has been floating around Hollywood since 1992, but was only taken seriously in 2004 when Nick Cage took interest in the role after Johnny Depp stepped down, or rather was forced down because Nick Cage fucking lobbied hard for this movie. I guess he couldn't be Superman, so Ghost Rider and then Big Daddy were second prizes. However, as soon as Cage agreed to take the role, the budget ballooned from 65 million to 110 million. So, ride that bike and face your fears, it's Ghost Rider! With its, as I said earlier, 110 million dollar budget, this thing pulled in 228 million. Starring Nicolas Cage, Peter Fonda, Eva Mendes, Donald Logue, Wes Bentley, and Sam Elliot, directed by Mark Stephen Johnson. The plot, when a daredevil motorbike stunt rider finds that his father has cancer, he sells his soul to Satan to save him. The devil tricks him and takes his father anyway the next day. Uh, So in order to get revenge, the rider agrees to become the ghost rider and hunt the souls of the guilty. However, the devil doesn't tell him he needs 1,000 souls in order to save the world. So can Ghost Rider and old Ghost Rider, Phantom Rider, stop the devil or... Sorry, stop the devil and his bounty hunters or is the earth doomed? Find out here. So the devil's son, but moving on. After all goes, uh, the movie opens up on a voiceover from the caretaker slash Phantom Rider, played by Sam Elliott, as he tells the story of Ghost Rider, much like... Buffy the Vampire Slayer, once a generation someone is picked to be the Ghost Rider to do the devil's dirty work to collect souls. Except this Ghost Rider uh, decided to say no to the devil and run, taking with him a contract worth 1,000 evil souls after the devil corrupted a small town in somewhere, I don't know, Wild West times? I mean, who cares? Up pops the terrible CGI opening credits of everything on fire as we hear a motorbike revving. Once they're over, it opens up in a state fair circa 1980s as we meet a motorbike stunt rider person who drives through a ring of fire because that's apparently shocking. The camera zooms on it and we meet young Johnny Blaze, played by Matt Long. He waves at his girlfriend Roxana Simpson, played by Raquel Esley. As she watches nervously through her fingers, on the bike next to Johnny is his dad, Barton Blaze, played by Brett Cullen, who, while chain-smoking, tells Johnny off for showing off. Uh, hello, they're carny folk, aren't they supposed to show off? I mean, they're fucking daredevil stunt drivers, for crying out loud, they're supposed to fucking show off. <sighs> while maintaining their bikes, his father continues to berate Johnny, until he, his cough stops him from doing so. So, what else does he do? Why, he sparks up a cigarette but of course, as Johnny throws his cigarettes away. In walks Roxy to sweet-talk Johnny away. 
cut to him carving the initials into a tree. And God, this romance stuff is piss poor. Here she tells him she's leaving town to live with her mother. So Johnny uh, wants him to skip town and ride off into the sunset happily never after. I mean, ugh. So that night in their trailer, Johnny finds out his father has cancer uh, after throwing away another pack of cigarettes. Well... Fixing his dad's prized bike in walks the devil, played by Peter Fonder. I'm guessing this is a nod to him being an easy rider then. The devil offers Johnny a chance to save his father if he agrees to sign a contract with him. Johnny does not read a bloody thing and spills blood on it, so the devil takes away the cancer. However, the next night, he dies when a stunt goes wrong. So the devil tricks you, who would have thought? Johnny sees this and leaves town on his father's prized bike Gracie. Riding out of town on a crossroads, the devil spooks Johnny as he falls off the bike, sending him flying. The devil then brings him back to life and then brands him saying he'll be back. Until then, he will be watching him. With that, Johnny rides to the tree where Roxy is waiting. All her bags are packed and he just rides off, leaving her in the pissing rain. Cut to now, circa 2007, as the camera pans out. Of Johnny's Eyes, now played by Nicolas Cage. As Crazy Train by Ozzy Osbourne plays, the camera pulls out to show Johnny sitting on a ramp on his bike with dozens of big rigs between him and the other side of the ramp. He makes it across but crashes, landing on his neck and kills him, almost. Except he should be fucking dead, his neck snapped back, I don't know. And note, this is the same stunt Evil Knievel did eh, on the 31st of December 1967. Outruns his team, led by Mark, played by Don- Donald Logue. He tells them he has never dealt with someone who has had that many incidents and yet walks off scot-free. And I love the fact he pulls off Johnny's helmet to ask if he's okay. This guy's a fucking idiot. I mean, hello, the helmet could be keeping his head on his neck, but no, you just rip it off like a fucking moron. Anyway, Johnny is fine. It seems this guy's unkillable. Strange that. On the tour bus while his team play poker as Mac plays the Johnny Blaze game. Johnny reads a book on the meaning of life and note the game that Mac is playing is actually Krusty Demons which has the same storyline as the Ghost Rider and it came out the year previous 2006 I believe so. A storm rages outside and it starts to pour rain slash sulfur slash tar what the fuck it is up from hell rises blackheart played by west bentley he's hell's bounty hunter slash the devil's son yeah. in some biker bar in the middle of nowhere texas blackheart kills everyone inside and claims their souls if he's, he's so easy to claim souls why the fuck would he need thousand souls to take over hell that makes no sense meanwhile johnny returns home with mac who bitched him out saying there's no security for his loft as he has hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of bikes. Including the Gracie. Johnny doesn't listen and pours himself a cocktail glass full of red and yellow jelly beans and sits to watch YouTube videos of chimps learning martial arts and he finds it hilarious. Guess there's an occasion then. <laughs> Mac turns it off and tries to talk to him out of his big field goal to a field goal stunt that he has planned for an anniversary of his father's death. Of course, Johnny doesn't want to listen. He then turns 
the TV onto an old Disney cartoon from 1929 called The Skeleton Dance. Back to Blackheart, who has killed everyone in the Hell's Angels bar, all but the barmaid, who he kills by one touch, by poisoning her in one touch in some so-so CGI. Up from Hell pops two more bounty hunters. Grezel, played by Lawrence Bures, who is made of dust. Wallow, played by Daniel Fried... Fredekin? Fredekin? It's in... Fred... Fredkins? Or whatever. He is made from water, and is always wet-looking. And he tasks them to hunt for a thousand-soul contract, because this needs to take over Hell. Again, if it's so easy to, to claim souls, how the fuck does he need a thousand-soul thing for? And finally, the final demon in flies Abigor, played by Matthew Wilkinson. He's a mist wisp. He tells them once uh, he has them all, he can rule hell and earth at the same time. Up pops the devil and a two-face off, but as the devil can't touch him, he warns him he'll sick the goatred on his ass. Ooh, spooky. I gotta say, this dialogue is shocking. Quote, I can't touch you, but my rider can. Quote, you mean your favourite creature? The one you wasted hellfire and brimstone on to make it into a human? Who the fuck wrote this shit? Next day, at Johnny's a big full goal to full goal jump, Johnny is in his dressing room, pretty much dressed as Elvis, listening to the carpenters to psych himself up. What the fuck? Saying, you have to face your fears, nothing to fear, you have to face your... Oh, whatever. And note... Nicholas Cage's wig took Theos to apply each and every day. Of the press surrounding Johnny, Johnny says nothing to him until a now adult Roxy, played by Eva Mendes, walks up for an interview. Cue some awkward semi-flirting scenes as she interviews him right on the walkway. As Mac tells Johnny, thankfully he removed the cars, the arena roof opens up and in flies six fucking attack helicopters which land side by side on the field, and of course, Johnny jumps them with ease. Note, this stunt was done for real by Robbie Madison on the 31st of December 2007, setting a new record of 322 feet post-to-post jump. Now, I don't know if the helicopters were there or the CGI, but apparently the jump was done, so hmm. off Johnny speaks to catch up with Roxy in her news van once he does, he pulls stunt after stunt to get her attention, but she's having none of it, until he almost gets splatted like a bug on a windshield by two 18-wheel trucks, so he speeds off at top speed to stop right in front of the bloody news van, which stops just nick of time. She has no choice but to get out to talk to him, eh, stalking much. The two reconnect awkwardly as he kisses her even more awkwardly. She tells him 8 o'clock her hotel room, don't be late. Uh, is this toxic masculinity stuff with the feminists have been banging on about? If so, stop this crap! Fucking take no for no, you fucking tool nuggets. Oh god, this movie's terrible. That night, while she waits in the hotel restaurant, Johnny is sick himself in the mirror. Again. And he stands her up. I love the fact she has a magic 8-ball, which she consults. I mean, who wrote this crap? A fucking 12-year-old? Suddenly, a Johnny's hand starts to burn up, so he tries to cool it down with water, but it doesn't work. Meanwhile, at the restaurant, Roxy downs a glass of red wine. As back with Johnny, the devil visits him in an alleyway to activate the Ghost Rider. Johnny tries to ride off on old Gracie, 
but it literally burns rubber as it catches on fire. The bike goes out of control, blazing a trail of fire behind him. Johnny loses the control of the bike and wipes out, crashing, then painfully turning into the Ghost Rider as a flaming skull. Um, basically comes out of his skull with a biker chain and a penance stare. That can take any soul to hell. That is a... a if it has evil in it, but of course, this Ghost Rider stuff is fucking ridiculous. He has all sorts of freaky dicky weird powers. Bearing in mind, I've never actually read the comic book, so what the fuck. Meanwhile, Blackheart and his boy band rejects trace down uh, the graveyard that is supposed to have the Thousand Soul contract in it, but it's removed, so they kill some hapless guard after giving him a. after, sorry, after he gives them a data dump that the graves are moved years earlier. Ghost Rider shot to face off with the Blackheart and his goons. I'm not going to lie here, when Ghost Rider is on screen, this is pretty cool. But when he's not on screen, it's boring as fuck. After a quick face off with the backing singers, in which the Dusk guy uh, runs Ghost Rider down with 18 wheeler, he's the first to be taken out by Ghost Rider's magic flaming chains, which turn into dust and then it kills him by turning out his stone. But if he's an Earth demon, how the fuck does that one work? Ah, note, a Ghost Rider's voice actually in a cage mixed with animal screams, as you do. After that, Ghost Rider transforms Gracie into Hell's Bike, as bad CGI skeleton fingers turn it into a flaming skeleton bike. Back to Roxy, who is now on her second bottle of red. Drunkenly asks the waiter if she's pretty. He ever being a camp gay bitchy one, says... No, because of course he's a camp gay bitchy fucking waiter. Who wrote this shit? <sighs> Rolling off into the night, Ghost Rider stops a mugger and sends a mugger to hell. Tad harsh there. And note spot Rebel Wilson as the victim. As Daily hits, Ghost Rider loses his powers, so drives Johnny back to a graveyard where he meets the caretaker slash phantom rider, who tells him everything he needs to know about Ghost Rider. Also, Blackheart is the devil's son. And if he gets a hold of the Thousand Soul contract, he can take over hell. As you know that, who cares? At the crash site, Roxy tries to interview the chief of police, but he tells her to fuck off. Or piss off, or whatever it says. Back to Johnny and the caretaker, as he tells them all about the penance stare that can send evil souls straight to hell. Also his fire power and his magic chain and such and blah 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 blah. And Johnny then goes back to tour the carnage Ghost Rider did, including ripping up the tarmac. Roxy interviews the mugging, the muggered, muggered, the mugged victim, and she tells her her hero had a face of fire, so Roxy doesn't believe her. But of course, because this guy's a badass, he was quite tall and muscular, and he had flaming heads. Ugh. Johnny tries to say sorry for standing up Roxy, but she rightfully is pissed at him. Was that night? Well. Standing in front of a mirror while trying to force Ghost Rider out, Johnny acts like a fucking tool. And note, according to the director's commentary, Johnny's abs are not CGI'd, they are real. Bullshit! I also love the fact that Johnny's supposed to be 37, yet Nick Cage is 43 here, looking every bit of 43. Ah, oh, God. Cut to Johnny looking up demons in the Bible, finding out who he's up against. He then forces Ghost Rider to throw, throw fireballs around the apartment and walks Roxy to say sorry. Again, who wrote this shit? 
cage. No one in a right fucking mind would say sorry for getting stood up for crying out loud. Oh, dear God. Johnny does everything in his powers to brush her off and get her out of his love, but Roxy doesn't take the fucking hint. Then he tries to explain he's the ghost rider with all his demonic powers. She doesn't want to bury Bill believe him, because why would she believe him? He's telling her he's the devil's bounty hunter, and he sold his soul to the Satan, plus he can never be near evil, or else it'll turn into the ghost rider, the flaming skulled, penance-stared fucking ghost rider. And that's like saying you're fucking Napoleon Bonaparte for crying out loud. She humours him as he bangs on and on and around about Ghost Rider. Anyway, after he's done, she storms off thinking he's full of shit. And he is. Outside, Johnny is arrested, stuck in jail, where Ghost Rider comes out to kick all the prisoners' ass. He then steals some guy's biker outfit, which makes it demonic by adding spikes. Ooh, spooky. Cut to Blackheart in a church, where he quizzes a priest over where the old graveyard went. Meanwhile, Ghost Rider walks out of jail as his hellbike roars out of the garage to ring right beside him. And God, this is lame. The cops give chase, but Ghost Rider rides up the side of a bridge support beam and then mugs the camera for a good 40 fucking seconds, then falls into the river, uh, giving the cops the finger as he roars off floating on top of the water. I'm done. This has broke my dumb meter. This is fucking goddamn ridiculous. Oh my god, who wrote this crime? I thought this was a good idea. Who can got this shit? Oh god. Once killing the priest, Blackheart and his backing singers exit the church only for Ghost Rider to ride up. Here, Wisp is taken out by Ghost Rider spinning his chain which blows him away. How the fuck does that one work? He's a wind demon. How the fuck does spinning a chain like a fucking windmill? Oh my god, the stupidity. And I forgot to say, let's all battling forever as Ghost Rider rides up the side of a skyscraper with his flaming bike. Yawn! In super slow-mo, while whipping his chain like a fucking bad Catwoman cosplayer, Ghost Rider rides off the top of the skyscraper, smashing every single woman at woman window. As he rides down, then Superhero lands in front of a stunned cops and Roxy. They pulls pull out their guns and shoot Ghost Rider as Roxy walks up to be with him. Again, who the fuck wrote this shit? Also, you're telling me not one cop is evil or has bad deeds on his soul? Really? Right then. But let's do fuck all to Ghost Rider as he roars off. Sorry, he tries to dry roast the cops but the fire has nothing to them. So he just roars off. So every cop innocent then. Okay. Next morning, Johnny visits the caretaker to get more answers. Here, the caretaker tells him the story of the original Ghost Rider from 19, from the 1800s, even though he says earlier there's been many, many Ghost Riders over the time span, blah, 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 blah. So why concentrate on this one Ghost Rider? And the thousand-soul contract that Blackheart needs in order to run hell. Moving on, that night, Waterboy and Blackheart take on the caretaker, who easily beat his ass. Johnny returns home just in the nick of time as Roxy is under Blackheart's control because he can morph. Apparently, Blackheart was Marco along and blah, 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 blah. He poisons her and then tries to kidnap her, but her, his poison's not working on her for some fucking reason, so whatever. Uh, and also, Blackheart chokes the skeleton, and I'm done with this movie. 
this is just fucking... Oh my god, the stupidity of this movie. So, and of course the Pinnacle doesn't work him because he's a, a demon and he's not actually been human. He has no soul, blah, 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 blah. So once Johnny is awake, he checks on the caretaker who just hands him the thousand soul contract which was hidden in a shovel all along. Seconds later, he turns into Phantom Rider, the original Ghost Rider, to lead Johnny to where Blackheart had, like, they ride as Ghost Rider. In the sky, please, and my eyes roll more than slots in Vegas. This is fucking lame as shit. So once there, the Phantom Rider fucks off. Why? You still have your help powers, so use them on Waterboy. Again, who the fuck wrote this shit? So Johnny rides on all alone into the spooky ghost town where Waterboy attacks him by pulling him underwater to try to drown him. Uh, why didn't Ghost Rider sense his evil and flame on? Uh, once Johnny is knocked out slash dead, Ghost Rider pops out to boil Waterboy underwater. How does that one work? He's a fucking water demon. How does... Uh. Johnny then comes ashore as his bike awaits for him to continue to on to the ghost town. Where the fuck does Swamp come from? The middle of a desert. With 20 minutes plus credits left, this lame-ass, boring, padded to all fucking hell, flaming turd can now fucking end. It's a Mexican standoff, including extreme zooms to the eyes because of course it does. Johnny will hand over the Thousand Soul contract if Blackheart lets Roxy go. Who, by the way, should be dead every time Blackheart touched anybody else. They were poisoned in seconds, but not Roxy because reasons. Blackheart literally throws Roxy aside. So Johnny hands over the Thousand Soul contract. But it's a swerve as Ghost Rider punches Blackheart around. It doesn't work as Blackheart forces Sorry, force pushes Ghost Rider away, so Ghost Rider throws a flaming snowball made of hellfire and grimstone at Blackheart, which actually hurts him. Uh, he's a fucking demon from hell. How the fuck does that one work? Also, he's the son of Satan. Who in the fuck wrote this turkey shit? I mean, nothing is consistent. Nothing. The sun rises, so Ghost Rider loses all his demonic powers, so Blackheart picks up the Thousand Soul Contract and uses it to become Legion. Because he has many. And I swear to God, my eyes roll more than The Undertaker has done in the 30 plus years in the WWE fucking E. This is just beyond fucking lame. Johnny walks into the shade, pops Ghost Rider, who uses his pennant stare to send all the thousand evil souls in Legion to hell, the devil shows up to give Johnny his freedom, but he says no, he'll use a Ghost Rider to help mankind and save the innocents. Yawn! Johnny and Roxy kiss under the same tree from the start, the initial tree from the start, as credits roll finally on this piece of shit movie. So that was Ghost Rider, more padding in a drag queen's ass. When Gushara is on screen, this fucker drags, slow, boring, and beyond dumb. Nothing is consistent. How the fucking wind kill a wind demon? Cage doesn't even bring the cage. No OTT acting whatsoever. Awful lines, terrible CGI, laughable villains, and a lame-ass devil. Avoid us all fucking costs. I'm going to give this thing a minus 666 out of 10. This is fucking dire. And I will not be covering fucking... What's it? The second one called Spirit of Vengeance? Because that is even fucking worse. 
Still, come back next week as I look at Howard the Duck to wrap up Not So Marvelous March. April is WrestleMania, my look at bad movies starring wrestlers. May is Mickey, my look at eating out movies. June is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. July is Jaws. August is Atrocious 80s. September is Serial Killers. October is one-off horrors. November is possibly Nick Cage month, I'm not sure, depends how this one goes. And December is Festive Fear 2 or 3, whatever the fuck it is. So get to like, share, comment and subscribe. Also follow me on Twitter at Here's a Johnny's A Pod. Email me movie suggestions to Here's Interviews at gmail.com. Check out my other superhero podcasts of Superman, Batman, Captain America, Iron Man and a more. Also check out my solo Superhero podcast of Supergirl, Elektra, Catwoman, and many, many more. Uh, bye, and remember, I watch these bad movies so you don't have to. You have to put the fear of God into Ghost Rider. Uh, bye. Bye.